Hi, everybody. Welcome to AUHSD Future Talks. I'm your host, Michael Matsuda, the superintendent of the Anaheim Union High School District. And we created the show to talk about the post-pandemic future, what the future holds for our young people in terms of jobs, education, the economy, the environment, so many issues facing our young people. And AUHSD wants to help them and really take it head on. And fortunately, we have so many partners who have dedicated their lives to our young people's futures. And on today's show, we have a very special person, Mr. Tim Wynn, who is the CEO and the co-founder of a very large and successful software company that serves credit unions across America. The company is called Meridian Link. It's an Orange County-based company, and it's, uh, it's grown very successful. And Tim has uh, taken his company and partnered with AUHSD in our AIM program, and uh, he's done a lot of mentoring with our young people, and he's given back. So here's um, a man, a uh, young man, at least compared to my age, but uh, who has such a lived, lived experience of coming here as a Vietnamese boat person, a refugee, with virtually uh, he and his family, you know, nothing on their backs, but yet he grows up in Orange County and he goes to schools in Garden Grove and then lands at UC Irvine as a computer science major. And out of UC Irvine, he creates this amazing, amazing company. So Tim, welcome to the show. And if you can start by just talking a little bit about that story, because I certainly don't do it justice, but I think that you can, because uh, it is about innovation and success in America. And I, I think our audience would be would love to hear your story, Tim. Gotcha. Uh, hi, Mike. So uh, thanks for thanks for having me on today, and, and it's great to be here. Um, I'm going to try you. I guess tell you a long story short. But so it's all kind of started out though back in the late '90s, and hopefully. You remember, you're still young enough to remember how a car loans process looks like, right? I mean, so when I first got my car loan back then, it was a frustrating experience, right? With uh, lots of anxieties, you know, having to wait at the car dealer for hours, not knowing if I get approved or not, right? It's kind of like sitting there waiting for judgment or something. So as you know, as an engineer, we knew there had to be a better way to solve this frustration. So we were young and relentless in chasing our purpose and not necessarily the superficial of being the number one player out there. And in fact, we're too young to even realize what it means to be the number one provider in the market from the business perspective. So we created a solution that helps underwrite loans within seconds and complete the entire process uh, of processing a vehicle loan application within minutes instead of hours and really change the industry for better. And of course, along the way, we were relentless in customer delights. And what we did is we democratized lending technology, you know, level the, level the playing field, making technology better and accessible to all financial institutions from large to small. And of course, this took years of hard work, creativity, collaboration to get um, to where we are today. And the funny thing is this adversity. I mean, adversity forces us to practice critical thinking and creativity to come up with innovative solutions. And what's also awesome about this is that we're able to help our clients 
and our customer to redirect or, or, or yeah, reallocate human capital to better serve the customers. So essentially, user of our system right, spend less time doing manual and repetitive tasks and spend more time creating those, creating and fostering those meaningful connections with their customer. So that's kind of our story. I mean, today we are the market leader servicing thousands of financial institutions across the U.S. and continue to lead the industry. Wow, that's just an amazing story. I like our audience to pause a second because we've all, many of us have processed car loans. I certainly, as a boomer, I could remember those days, Tim, when it took days and days and all <laughs> types of paperwork. But now, I mean, whenever you go and, and process a car loan, it's basically at the click of a button. And that it was yep. your that was your innovation. That's that's an amazing story. Now that that's just sort of common commonplace across America. So um, th- let's let's fast forward. You build this huge company, and uh, that really dominates the market now. And you're in a position where you're hiring the top computer scientists, computer science graduates from. UCI, UCLA, USC, all these amazing universities. But I've had a chance to talk to a lot of CEOs and um, many of them find that these are smart graduates, but there seem to be missing something. Tim, and you you were one of the first people to say what that is. What are they yeah, missing? So, yeah. What are they missing? You know already. <laughs> Uh, so as you know, I mean, students nowadays, so you know, they they don't get enough exposure to emotional intelligence, or you call it soft. And social media is not helping that either. I mean, like they come into the workplace thinking it's all about them and short of practical wisdom. And what I mean by practical wisdom is about you know having the skill and the will to do good or something. I believe that all the students are wanting, are willing to do good, but they lack the skill and experience. And, and the wisdom to do it correctly because of their age and experience, they can't see the big picture or the effect of their action long term is something like you and I do because of our experience. Believe me, man, I was young and reckless as well, too. Uh, but thanks to adversity and a supportive family and network of friends, you know, I, I was able to grow up quickly and continue to learn to be the better version of myself. So really soft skill helps students uh, become better leaders and develop practical wisdom. And as parents, you know, we, we all want our kids to, to have what we didn't have. And sometimes we forget to give kids what we had and which is adversity. And how do you overcome adversity? It's through relentless critical thinking and creativity. And what parents, parents and students should also understand is that soft skill or the five C's or your five C's are fundamental to leadership development. It's, it's kind of related to how you use empathy, compassion, and critical thinking to communicate and collaborate with others to foster creativity. And if you look at it, many of the great companies in America, like Apple, Google, or Microsoft, for example, are led by people, by leaders with great leadership skill that foster and create cohesive team to learn and adapt quickly. And of course, leaders create an environment for people to be at the best or be the best version of themselves. Wow. So, so really, at the end of the day, though, soft skill is what uh, is soft skill is something that we are 
can learn from or improve upon. Yeah. I'd like to go deeper with that because uh, for our audience, they they really need to appreciate, uh, especially young people, uh, these soft skills because it's not something commonly taught. It's something definitely the AUHSD has taken on. But but let's um, why why is this so important, especially when we talk about the future of work? So I mean, I can spend hours talking about this as well, but I'm going to try to make it as simple as short as possible here. So in this ever connected economy, right, changes are happening fast. It's not like it used to be where it took forever to get things done. So successful companies need to be to be to be cohesive and to be able to learn and adapt quickly. And, and all of us were taught to be evolved from dependent to independent, which is the common theme out there. But nowadays, though, you need to evolve into a interdependent environment so that you can collaborate uh, in an agile work environment. Things need to be fast. So I'll give you a perfect example. It's kind of like playing a single tennis game versus a double tennis game. In a double match, it's a lot faster and it's more complicated you as a player need to understand, read, and automatically react to your partners, right? Like I play tennis. When my partner run up, I'm running to the back, vice versa, we switch. So we always have the ability to read and anticipate each other. And a lot of it's come back to the soft skill as well. So to really be able to quickly collaborate with people in a larger team, you need to be able to empathize with others and have compassion for others. And this will nurture a cohesive team to drive alignments, which is important. Alignment is far more important than agreements. And really, that will allow you to learn and adapt to this rapid changing economy. Again, the five C's help students develop leadership skill set and traits, which lead to good communications and collaboration with people. And what's cool here is that what I learned is that the five C's that you guys have are somewhat interdependent. Each of the C itself add value or help you develop better at the other 5C as well. And again, practicing the 5C has been critical and key to my company success where my team automatically react to each other. They operate in a kind of like a fabric where when I'm here, they're there to cover me and so on. So it's very critical that we need to learn how to operate in a interdependent work environment. And the 5C is fundamental to that. Does that make sense, Mike? Yeah, it does. I, and I love the tennis analogy and, and the sense of being nimble and moving quickly, especially in the post-COVID exactly. world. So, you know, you come from a very exactly. cutting, cutting edge industry, big data and artificial intelligence. And we're hearing a lot these days about artificial intelligence. What, what in your opinion, what is artificial intelligence and, and where do you see it going, at least in the near future? So there's a stigma about artificial intelligence. People are afraid of it and what it is. So let me explain to you what my, my, my belief is, is that the reality is that AI is already here along with machine learning. Big data or data itself is going to be the foundation of this new connected economy. You know, it has changed and continue to change how we do things. So instead of being fearful of the change, you know, we should embrace AI and machine learning as a tool to augment human interaction and foster meaningful connection. So to me though, it's AI, it's just a tool out there that can be leveraged to augment how the human experience and how we interact with each other to establish a meaningful connection. 
so a good example is that the Apple Watch, right? The new Apple Watch uses a lot of data, but you know, instead of use it for bad, it can be used to help you proactively monitor your health and automatically alert and react to potential health risks here and so on. So we should always, you know, remember to to lead with data because it's the best thing we can ever have right now. But it needs to be managed by human, of course, right, which is us. And at the same time, the soft skill itself, though, will help students establish a moral compass, as well as practical wisdom, which I covered earlier, to do the right thing and really use AI and machine learning to, to, to the good of humanity. Having people trained on soft skill, being able to empathize with others, as well as having compassion for others, will allow them to build a better moral compass, which ultimately use AI machine learning for the good of humanity. And for me though, uh, also instead of being fearful, I'm always believed that you can either fight for survival out of fear, or we fight to win and move humanity forward here. So hopefully that's it, uh, explain everything, but- uh, that That's very sure that aspirational. I'm sure, you know, with our, our listeners too, to hear someone uh, from the, you know, from, from corporate America say that, um, that it's important to move humanity forward and to have an established moral compass. Because as uh, our young people learn how to become interdependent, the more who do have the moral compass, uh, the better for all of society. So I really appreciate that answer. So, you know, in the closing minutes that we have, Tim, what is some of your parting advice for our 30,000 students in the Anaheim Union High School District? Wow, that could be long here. So, I mean, if any, if I learn anything from my career is that, you know, no one's perfect out, you know, and everyone needs help. I have felt many times in my career and there's always someone out there willing to help me out and pull me back up again. So success is not about what you gain for yourself. It's really about how you contribute to others' success or the success of others. And be more empathetic. We all can use that and have compassion for others as well. Being empathetic for other people, that doesn't mean you care for them. So you got to do both. You can empathize with, with what they're going through and be able to have the compassion to want them to do better as well too. So that's two things that's different. So you gotta have be empathetic as well as be compassionate to other people. You know, respect and have consideration for others will go a long way as well. And innate talents, you know, as you know, can only get you so far. So key to success is hard work, grit, and never give up. You know, I myself is not the smartest person. Uh, I can tell you that my siblings are much, much smarter than I am. But when I started out, you know, I worked seven days a week, and the more I worked, the more I learned, and the better I got at what I was doing. And believe it or not though, I'm still learning the 5C, the 5C of the soft skill right now, if you have to better interact with people. And, you know, just think I have a growth mindset. I mean, life is a journey and learning and self-mastery help you navigate through the obstacle of, of your journey there. And you will fail along the way, but be enthusiastic, um, learn from it and move on. And bottom line though, is that your life is the result of your decision and not circumstance. You know, life is not always fair. So keep, keep moving forward here. And I think if we all can do this, you know, you will be able to help others 
and move our community forward. Sorry, that was a little bit lengthy. No, I, I, I think um, those are amazing words of wisdom. And I think that, uh, it, you know, your lived experience from being that, that boat person refugee to where you are now and looking back and growing and learning. And now you're in a position to share with, with our young people. What, I mean, it's, 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 an, it's amazing life, uh, Tim, and I know you're still a very young man. Um, what, what are some of your own personal goals? My personal goal is really simple, is to make a difference in someone else's life, continue to do that. I mean, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to, you know, do that and so on. So really simple is be able to make a difference in our communities. That's beautiful. Tim, on behalf of our, uh, all of our young people, thank you so much for your time. And uh, I look forward to our next talk together. Thank you. Awesome. Thanks, Mike.